This is Ashland Connected, sharing stories of success in our connected communities, inspiring you to get connected to Ashland Connected, a presentation of the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce, is brought to you by the Bill Harris dealerships in Ashland and Loudonville. Now, here's your host, Amy Daubenspeck. Hi, Chamber friends. Today on Ashland Connected, we are going to talk about coffee and community. And I'd like to introduce my guest today, Pete Cooper with Goldberry Roasting Company. Hi, Pete. How you doing? Hi, Amy. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. So good. welcome to episode 12 of the Ashland Connected podcast. So we're going to round out this year, 2023, with talking about some awesome coffee in our community. So Pete, why don't we just get right into it? And yeah. can you give me some background on Goldberry Roasting Company? Sure. Uh, I'll try to keep it short. Um, it's a long story. Essentially, yeah, it is. Um, we were one of those, you know, 10 year overnight successes, if you will. Took a long time to get here. But the company started in 2010 by my dad, who's still our majority owner, uh, Doug. He just always drank coffee, liked coffee, and wanted to find better coffee. So he kept trying different things, couldn't find what he wanted. So he decided to start roasting his own. And as he does, when he gets into something, he gets really deep into it. So started doing a lot of studying and um, went to a school to learn to roast a little more and eventually had multiple little one pound roasters in our basement and was doing it just for himself. But it became something that friends and family started to kind of catch wind of. And so it, it grew from there. And he did that for a long time, just really, really small scale. He had a full-time job. He couldn't really do much more with it. And in 2018, I was in a marketing position and was kind of thinking of what my next step would be and always kind of thought that once dad had the coffee thing a little more established, maybe I would join and, and work. And But then had the thought, well, I don't know if he really has the capacity to do that with his full-time job. So I'll ask him if maybe I could come on board to help grow it. So we initially had plans to kind of slowly incorporate me into it, but uh, life has other plans and uh, very quickly thrown into going kind of full bore with this. So in 2019, we opened our storefront in October and now we have a couple different locations. Uh, we're doing a lot of wholesale around around the area and, and the state, shipping all over the country. So things are going really good. On the other side of that, when he started the the company also started a nonprofit, and that's a big part of our story, is our coffee growing community nonprofit. He wanted to work directly with farmers to be able to pay them a better wage for their coffee. Thought he could just do that by going to uh, a coffee farming community, buying their coffee, paying them more than what they were getting, um, and making it just this really easy transaction. Found out very quickly that there's a lot of issues in these communities with poverty, and so started in a nonprofit. We've been in Mexico for 13 years now going down a couple times a year and are supporting a community there and are now able to import their coffee. It took about 10 years to finally get the coffee to the level where we could import it to the U.S. We're paying them a premium uh, rate for their coffee and now selling it in the U.S. market. So that's uh, in a nutshell where, where we started and where we're at right now. That's why you say 10-year overnight success. <laughs> yeah. That's yes. So how many, uh, how many farmers do you work with in Mexico? It's a um, it's a co-op of probably around uh, four or five different families that we directly work with in the co-op, but it affects really an entire community there. 
And so we're talking hundreds of thousands of people in the area. It's in the Sierra Norte region of Mexico. We work in the small village of Chicontla, um, but it's a surrounding community um, of multiple farmers that use the, the co-op where we work. What is the process for choosing, I mean, choosing the coffee, choosing the blends? I mean, there's probably a huge process that goes into all of this. So kind of give me a step-by-step how all this works from the seed to the cup. Yeah, sure. It is a long process. And that's kind of the, the benefit of the way my dad started out with just doing it for himself. It allowed him to do a lot of that back-end research of figuring out the coffee, where to get it, how to source it, how to look for the right thing, um, and then how to roast it properly and do that over a long period of time to now when we first like opened up the storefront, we kind of had all of that already put together as opposed to having to learn learn on the fly. So we work directly with the, the farmers in Mexico, but then we work with other buyers who are working directly with farmers. And so they do a lot of that legwork where they are going out into the communities and, and getting the coffee, sourcing the coffee. There's an entire, if you're familiar with wine tasting, you, everybody knows a sommelier, the grade taste wine. There's a similar process with coffee where there are people that are, they're called Q graders. Uh, their job is to taste and rate coffee. And so they get coffee from these different regions. A lot of suppliers have their own Q graders. They bring it in, they cup it, they rate it, grade it, and then we're able to just kind of go online and talk to the people that are tasting the coffee, get their feedback on it, look at their ratings for it, that kind of thing. So we can decide pretty easily just by being, you know, looking online and talking to people what kind of coffee we want to bring in because they do a lot of the legwork there. And then we bring it in and we roast it and do our own process of cupping and, and tasting to get the roast profile right for what we want to serve it and where we want that coffee to be for our customers. So back to, the, I noticed you mentioned cupping. Don't you do some type of um, classes like that yeah. for people who are enthusiastic about coffee? We do. We try to do it in a way that we it'd be real easy to get it uh, into the weeds quite a bit. My dad and I, neither of us are Q graders. It's quite a lengthy process to go through that. But we wanted to give people a little background into how coffee is tasted and graded and what makes a premium coffee, a specialty coffee versus a commodity coffee. And so we take them through the process of what a cupping looks like and let them do it and try it themselves. We have a few different coffees that we try. They try to guess where the region is or where the coffee came from. We do some coffee history. We talk about uh, regions and different tasting notes you find in those regions. So it's it's a really pared down version of cupping to make it approachable for people of, of all coffee levels. And it's a pretty cool thing. People have really enjoyed it. And you do that how often? For a while there, we were doing it once a month. We have kind of put it off here recently just with getting ready for our, our move and getting our building ready. But we're going to have a space in our new building, uh, which I'm sure we'll be talking about at some point that will allow us to do more classes. And it's something that we want to offer at least once a month, if not more. I was going to bring this up anyway. So let's talk about what the plan is for 2024 for Goldberry Roasting Company. Yeah, we are pretty excited for 2024. Uh, we've got a lot of things in the books uh, or in the works. Biggest thing is we are we have outgrown our space where we're at, both on the production side and on our cafe. We have run out of seating most days, and so people are 
either getting coffee to go or not coming because there's no place to to sit. And then on the backside, we have run out of room to do our production. We need another roaster. We've got another roaster. We need more space to bag coffee, to store coffee. We need to order more green coffee at a time. So we need more space to store green coffee. So we're moving just about 500 feet away from where we are currently, which is pretty cool. Uh, and to, if you're familiar with Ashland at all, the old, old elevator building right next to the tin can chandelier, we gutted the place. We're redoing it in the way that we need it. So it has the flow and, and everything that we need. So we're doubling our seating. We're adding a drive through. We are adding a, a second roaster. Like I said, we'll have outdoor seating. So really on all fronts, both on the, the front side of our cafe, which has been growing and growing. And on the backside with all of our wholesale roasting and all of that, which has been growing, we're excited for for a lot of growth in 2024. We also, I think it was summer or spring or summer, we bought a trailer um, with the idea of fixing it up for a coffee trailer. And then the new building thing happened. So we decided to put that on hold, but we're hoping in spring of 2024 to have that ready to roll with the idea of using it for events mostly weddings parties things like that but then also finding places around town that we can park it or in other communities that we can park it to have a a mobile option so just growing a lot and really excited about what 2024 has in store we'll be back with more from our guest but now let's hear a word from our sponsor bill harris dealerships at bill harris dealerships we are proud to be distinctly different Always guided by our core values, we are committed to providing you with a top-rate experience every time you step through one of our doors. Our service and sales teams are staffed with automotive experts who love providing meaningful service to everyone who visits one of our three dealerships. So whether you're looking for a brand new Chevy, Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, or something from our always changing used inventory, you can depend on Bill Harris dealerships to always be there for you. Fantastic. That speaks to your success, obviously. People love their coffee, but they love yeah. they love the community that's surrounding that type of thing. So you guys have really leveraged that and made it something special. And so how has being well connected in Ashland been beneficial to you and to your business? I think it's been huge. I am, I think, eighth generation, eighth straight generation born in Ashland in my family. My son is is the ninth generation. So we've been in the community for a long time. My grandfather was a, a banker, um, knew a lot of people. My dad knows a lot of people. I can't go anywhere without somebody saying, hey, are you a Cooper? I know your grandparents or whoever. So um, those connection, connections have been huge. I think it provides a lot of trust uh, just in the community. They, they know the family, they know what we stand for. And so that translates into our business. And then, you know, anytime you can have those connections, it, it certainly helps on the business side of um, people are, are really wanting to support the business as well. And so um, a lot of what we do is really not a lot of marketing. It's a lot of word of mouth. It's a lot of um, people kind of selling for us, just, um, the community has done uh, been incredible at really helping us. And I think just being ingrained in this community has helped that a lot. Uh, and Ashland is kind of famous for that, right, for, for really supporting their own and um, being really, really supportive of other people in this community that are trying to give back into the community. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been a huge part of our success. And then um, 
to go a little step further, how has being part of our chamber helped you um, in being connected into this community? The chamber has opened up doors, whether it's through you know the email list that we get, uh, talking to other community members, coming to events and things like that. I think it's just helped deepen some of the connections that we've had and created new ones as well. Support on things like even just ribbon cutting or sending out emails or doing things like that, helping with the word of mouth, helping repost things on Instagram, on, on social media. Those things are all really hard to, to track, but um, you know that they are having an impact because we just continue to see more and more growth. And I think, you know, the support of the chamber has been a, a big part of that. And we wouldn't be where we are without that support. It's, uh, you know, again, just part of being an awesome community. Um, when you're involved with groups like the chamber, um, you know that you're going to get their support. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. The other thing I wanted to point out, you know, we're, this is during gift giving time and I know you do some, corporate bundles. I'm not sure if that's what it's called, but can you describe that program for us? Sure. We always try to do a gift box of some sort every year. It's always something a little bit different, but um, the root of it, the core of it is we have three holiday blends that we do, a light blend, a medium blend, and a dark. We call them um, Merry and Bright, uh, Comfort and Joy, and Midnight Clear. And so we bundle those three blends together. Um, this year, the it's three 12 ounce bags in a box, and the box is this really, you know, cute Christmassy box, holiday box. Um, and so, yeah, companies or just individuals themselves can order those as gifts for people. We've done pre-sale on them, and I had to go back and order more boxes um, because pre-sale we've sold so many, and I didn't want to run out. So, you know, it's one of those things that if you want. One, I would get on it pretty quick because Christmas time, gift giving time, we get pretty pretty busy over here. Uh, coffee is a pretty popular and easy gift for people to give. So yeah, we, we do have things like that available. We also have other really cool things like, and these aren't bundled, but um, we have vanilla from Mexico where we work. We've got vanilla beans that we, uh, organic vanilla beans we sell in like a, a kit. We've got sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats. We have coffee brewing equipment, so things like pour-overs and Chemex and, and those type of things. If you're looking for um, something for the coffee lover in your life, uh, you can stop in and we got all sorts of stuff for you. Beyond that, I know that you, you've been real instrumental in helping different groups in the community do fundraising, even to the point where they can name their own blend. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Can you explain some of that? Yeah, that has kind of become a much bigger thing than we thought. Uh, we first did it a couple times for some friends and some community members that were going through some some difficult times, and we thought, well, this is a cool way to support them, and they were on board with that, and so we we did those fundraisers that way, and uh, those worked so well for the people that were doing them that we thought, how else can we do this to help the community. And so, yeah, we, we figured out that we're a lot of schools, a lot of churches, a lot of sports organizations, uh, public and private are looking for ways to raise money. And again, coffee is one of those things that everybody drinks it. And so it's a pretty easy sell for them. And they make a, a pretty good chunk of, of the profits compared to some other fundraisers. But 
Uh, that's been a really cool way for not only for us to get our coffee out there, which is obviously a benefit, but um, just to, a cool way for us to support a, uh, the community in a unique way. And like I said, that's testament to your success. So it's not just coffee. It's, it's not just about that. It's about community. And, and you, guys have, you guys have embraced all of it and, and made it something very special. And I think that's what's cool about coffee is that it really is a, a vehicle for community, right? Like you go and you get grab a coffee with a friend. And so that's one of the things that we really love about it. Obviously, we, we love to drink it. And we love uh, some of the other stuff behind it. But really, the stories that are built and created in the community that's created around coffee is what we really, really love and are, are really trying to, as more places are trying to go to um, quick service and get in and out, uh, yes, we're going to have a drive through at a new place, but we're also expanding our seating. We want people to come and have community and sit and hang out. And I don't care if you buy a coffee at 8 a.m., just one coffee and you're there till 5 p.m., um, you know, come and come and hang out and be part of our community. And so currently you are located where? Currently we're at 1310 Claremont Avenue. We're right on the corner of Mifflin Avenue and Claremont. If you're familiar, we have, we've got a blue roof, uh, white building, coffee creations just moved in next door along with five forge, um, used to be transformation network that was here. So that is where we are currently. And until when? We're looking at mid, mid to late January is the, is the goal. Um, we were hoping to be in before the holidays, but that did not happen. And so we'll, we will wait till after the holidays. We'll probably have a partial shutdown for a little bit in January as we move some stuff over. And then we'll have to do kind of a full shutdown, uh, except for our wholesale. Um, we'll keep that up and running. And then we're hoping end of January. My dad's actually going to Cuba in mid-January. Um, so when he gets back on the 18th, we'll probably um, open shortly after that. And that address is, that's Franklin Avenue, correct? Yeah, that's 1262 Franklin Avenue. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well, we're going to start wrapping up here. I don't know, Pete, I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts before, but I always like to finish up with a three-question lightning round. Okay. These are just fun questions. No pressure. No pressure. We just like uh -huh. to see how your mind works. And the oh, listeners okay. like it. So. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Okay. Question number one. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably be something Mexican. One of my favorite things. And we had this when we go to Mexico is chilaquiles. I don't know if you've ever had uh, chilaquiles, but basically tortilla chips and green sauce with chicken and cheese and um, you throw it all together and add a couple eggs on top. Uh, you can eat it breakfast, lunch, dinner. So probably be something like that. All right. Question number two, if you could have one superpower today, what would it be? I think it'd be pretty cool to be able to know the future, but at the same time, I don't think I, I don't think I want to have that responsibility. So I would go with um, super strength. Yeah, just like don't ever have to work out, lift a weight, and just strong. Just pick everything up. Yep, exactly. 
So do those coffee beans come in really big bags that you have to carry? They they do. Oh, there you go. They so yeah, that's it. Love it. Last question: What's your go-to good vibes song? Like the first song that came off the top of my head for whatever reason is the is it from Trolls? Ah, the, yes. Feeling can't stop. Tonight's gonna be a good night, right? I don't, I don't. <laughs> I love it. Listen to that song all the time, but that was the first song that popped in my head when yeah, you said that. That's um, mine too. In terms of a pump up, feel good yes, song. It is. A so we'll just song. go with that. My mind's telling me something. We'll go with that. Yeah, you, me, and JT. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Great. Okay, so we're we're rounding third here. This was episode twelve of Ashland Connected Podcast. I'm so excited to wrap up the year with you, Pete. Thank you so much. 2023 has been a fantastic year for us here at the Chamber. I want to thank Bill Harris Dealerships for being our sponsor this year. We're so excited that they've signed on to be our 2024 sponsor also. So thank you so much. I want to thank you, uh, our listeners, for listening to our Ashland Connected podcast this year. Keep listening. You can always listen to all the episodes that we've already done on our website, ashlandconnected.com. You can also find them on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, before we go, I just wanted to mention that our Chamber Mini Grants program is back for 2024. Um, we're providing eligible small businesses with matching grant funding of up to $2,500 to engage in activities to better their facilities or internal processes. In 2023, we awarded grant funding to nine businesses, and we're now getting ready for our second round in 2024. So grant guidelines and applications can be found on our website at ashlandoh.com. And with that, I'm Amy Dobbinsbeck signing off. I look forward to connecting with you soon. This has been Ashland Connected. Catch more episodes monthly on ashlandconnected.com, ashlandoh.com, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Ashland Connected is brought to you by the Bill Harris dealerships in Ashland and Loudonville and by the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce. The Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce is here to help Ashland businesses get connected to people, services, and benefits to help your business grow. For more information, call 419-281-4584 or visit ashlandoh.com. For more information, this has been Ashland Connected, a service of the Ashland Area Chamber of Commerce, a Bryan Media production.